Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey No Chill Prano. Hello, Andy. It's good to be back, Prano. It's great to be back. How'd Tug do filling in for me? He's amazing. I agree. Does Tug need his own podcast on the Dirty Sports Podcast Network? It's funny you say that. The ESPN? You know who actually texted me about that? Who's that? The mayor. He said Tug needs his own show? He's like, he's great. Yeah. I've always said Tug's my, I have deemed him my official replacement. Well, how about this? This is kind of funny that I'm already bringing this up. The mayor did Dent Report again this week, and people are chirping to make him my co-host. Well, I don't know if... What if we paired them up? Oh, that's interesting. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if my little brother approves. He texted me this this morning at 3.57 a.m. We need to take the mayor of Savage Town's life. He hates the Mets and is a real scumbag. Oh, yeah. I, I said in that episode, if Prano hears this, he, he, took a, he took a dig at the Mets uniforms, and he also said he'd rather have a girl from Philly over Pittsburgh. Uh, so basically, this is what, we got into this discussion on the now show. Now, why did he take such a dig at the Mets? He's a Yankee fan? No, he just he doesn't like their uniforms. Okay. It wasn't a sports dig, but he presented this discussion of... Meanwhile, he is Gary Carter. Yes, I know. Of all, of all the people to take a dig at the Mets uniforms, the only headwear that the mayor of Savage Town would ever look proper in is a flapless Mets batting <laughs> cap. <laughs> well, we had a discussion on the Dent Report, which would actually be good on this show, of we went around Major League Baseball and said, what kind of girl would we want to date from... Or be with from that city. You know, breaking down, oh, what's a girl like from who's a Cubs fan? What's a girl like who's a Padres fan? Whatever. And we were kind of looking at different regions, all while somebody was hooking up with a girl, and we were basically, it all happened live podcasting it in the hot tub. Some dude had three girls. Interesting. Yeah. What What did you guys come up with as, like, the perfect fan? Well, we disagreed on a lot of stuff, and then he just kept bringing up he for some reason he was curious of like the difference between a girl from Philly versus Pittsburgh because they're two cities obviously in Pennsylvania but they're two very different cities. Yeah, and I was like I've heard so much negative stuff about Philly from you. I would kept saying Pittsburgh, but I kept on as far as an ideal woman for me. I was like maybe I'm being a homer here Midwest because I think a lot of the East Coast girls on certain cities I don't know Florida you're crazy I said maybe Houston but I don't know Houston Yeah Houston Texas Rangers maybe a but maybe just a Padres fan I that's what I said but he has issues with San Diego which I think is ridiculous I even said Chicago Cubs it's still a big city Yeah but you got to figure Cubs fans probably like like those girls are probably like real like she's probably at the ballpark drinking like hams all day you know what I mean drinking a fucking what do they call them like an old-fashioned or something like that. Yeah. You know, not an old-fashioned, whatever that fucking, the old-time beer. Like, they're probably, probably not the most fit of all fans. 
Well, that's well, that was part of the discussion, Midwest girls, right? Because I was saying, I think a girl from there's a lot of cute girls from Ohio. Seattle's gonna be all hipsters. We we rent in Seattle, Denver, maybe Denver. I've, I I know a lot of attractive a good girls one. from Denver, kind of cowboy country. Yeah, Denver might be a strong play, but then like also Miami, like how many Marlins fans are there really? Probably just fucking Cuban models who show up to the ballpark with free tickets. Yeah. Wouldn't be a bad play. It's a good point. Tampa, you're definitely that's definitely a stripper. That's what I was saying. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you've knocked out a lot. And then obviously the East Coast, you have all those teams. Yeah. Definitely no Boston. Definitely no Boston. Definitely not fucking Yankees fans yeah. or Mets fans even. Uh, Philly. What no. about like a Nationals DC. fan? I we have a theory on uh, on dirty slides that Nationals fans there there aren't actually Nationals fans that those are all holograms that they put in the stands i've never met an actual nationals fan in real life i think i've been tweeted at by one pretty sure they're all robots or holograms they're dustonian yeah they're all like they're the people when they need like to a vote to pass and like yeah. dc these just like computer generated people show up to the polls it's like it's like tupac at uh coachella whatever happened to that well they just shut him down no i know but like but <laughs> The hologram thing was like hot for a minute. Yeah. You thought you were going to start seeing holograms of everybody. They're still working on it. Are they? Yeah. Because I felt like they haven't been doing that as much lately. We actually can talk a little baseball now that we are already into baseball, surprisingly. Um, Matt Harvey. Oh, I, there you go. That's a good fan fan base for chicks. The Angels. I had said that. Yeah. Yeah. Orange S- County. Signs with the Angels. I can't believe he's getting $11 million. With incentives, yeah. Did I read this correctly? He can make up to fourteen million, right? But I mean, that when you talk about like the incentives, you're happy to pay that if you're the Angels, right? Because it means he's succeeded, yeah, past the point that you are even, you know, that you even signed him for. Sure. So I think they'd happily pay him up to fourteen if he reaches those incentives. A one year deal, though, not a, not a ton. Um, I think that. I don't hate the deal for them. Um, it's definitely more than I think most people thought Matt Harvey would make. But again, it's one season. So they're taking the chance that he's, you know, good and also that he brings some sort of attention. I mean, sure. The the Angels could use some attention, you know, Trout, Otani, Harvey, make a little noise. The bigger thing for him personally, and this, of course, is what I've thought about as a guy who kind of did what he's doing. He went from Cincinnati, he hit that upgrade meme, and now he's out in Southern California. Yeah. I mean, I can't decide if it's like a good or a bad fit for him. It's it's definitely good in that he's super close to L.A., but it's bad. Like I could definitely see him like breaking Orange County style. Like Suddenly, he's just like, on a boat in a monster energy hat going like 400 miles an hour and he you know he Jose Fernandez is it yeah he, he's like suddenly becomes like a a drug runner he's like moving coke from Mexico to like Orange County like next thing we know Harvey's retired two years from now and he just owns like the yacht club in Laguna Where he's like you- yeah Matt Harvey's welcome to Matt Harvey's yacht club my ties half off always if you buy a bag of coke where do players live? That's because Orange County. I think Orange County is pretty lame, to be honest. Oh well, I mean overall, 
Yeah. But like Newport and all those fucking Obviously there's good beach towns. Yeah, but even like those that like truly like the yacht towns. Like yeah. the you know, the Laguna, the Newport, like that shit's just straight up rich white people. Which Matt Harvey is. Yes. I mean, he's from Connecticut. Oh, he's gonna. Fi- I think he's gonna fit in good. Yeah, he, dude, he's gonna have flip flops on all day, every day. Yeah. Well, he's too fucking fancy for flip flops. He's gonna have like some fucking John Varvatos flip flops on. You know. He's oh, like, so he's not a flip flop guy. No, I think he's like, like he fancies himself like a fucking male model. Ah, oh, okay. There was always he was always like in Soho shopping for menswear. You know. Yeah. He's gonna be wearing fucking white boat shoes and like a suit. I think he's going to fit in nicely, though. I don't know how good he's going to be. I'd like him to be good. Uh, Who doesn't have any pressure? Nobody, nobody talks about the Angels. Yeah, somebody, uh, my the, the the Mets podcast. Shout out to put it in the podcast, uh, which is a Met, Mets podcast that I've gone, done a couple of times when I went back to the New York. Uh, shout out to Jesse Funk, host of that. He always puts like really fun questions on Twitter, sports related, Mets related, and he put this one out the other day. He said. Who is somebody, who is a player, past or present, that you like, but you really shouldn't like? And I said, Matt Harvey. <laughs> like, the dude yeah. fucking was kind of a dick. You know, definitely was great, had his moments in New York, but the, the end was rough. But I'm still kind of like, I, I still kind of root for Matt Harvey because he's just such a fucking dude. He's like such a dude. He's a dude. Like, I, I feel like he'd be really fun to hang out with. I feel like he'd be your friend that's like kind of a dick, but you still like him. You're like, every group of friends needs a dick. By the way, I'm really running with that dude. I love it. Yeah. I, I, I kept talking about it on the Den Report about how there's no dudes anymore. Like there's no dudes in the world and how just being calm and cool, kind of like Matt Harvey is a dude move. Yeah. These dudes get they get anxiety on when to make a move on a girl. Yeah. When, when to when to do it and just just let the night yeah, play like, out. Like Matt Harvey's approach to being a big leaguer is absolutely the approach that you should have with women. Yes. He is sitting back failing and and just being like why why wouldn't you give me 11 million? Honestly, it should be like 14 with incentives and yeah. the, the Angels are like the Angels are that hot blonde in the corner who's like sure. god, he's such a dick. But I like him. But I like him. I'm going to yeah. give him 11 million. <laughs> yeah. Other teams are like you really shouldn't. If you look at his actual track record, he's worth about four. He's like, am I? He's like, I'm worth what they'll pay me. And the Angels just gave me 11 million. I'm going to buy a boat, and I'm going to fucking blow lines of coke on that boat. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, total dude. Matt Harvey is a complete. Like dude. he's definitely walking in the locker room. He's like, Otani. Where's a good place to get hand jobs around here, bro? Let's go get a fucking Chinese hand job. And he's like, I am Japanese. He's like, oh, yeah? All right, where do I get sushi, bro? <laughs> Let's go get some blow. Sushi is the best thing, best meal when you're doing blow because, like, you're not that hungry anyway. I'd like to see his conversation with Mike Trout. Yeah. Because Mike Trout, is Mike Trout a religious guy? Am I wrong on him? Uh, I don't know if he's, like, hyper-religious, but he's fucking. He seems like he'd be a religious yeah. guy. He's not, like, a Jesus freak. He's not he's a just, Russell Wilson. No, he's just South Jersey. He's like Jersey Philly fucking blue collar. Yeah. Mike Trout. I gotcha. Well, the other news I saw, which was today for Major League Baseball, is that Cubans no longer have to defect. 
Is that like baseball news or is that? It's kind of tied in. Is it like political news? It's both. So basically, they have a deal, but this is so weird. This isn't a long-term deal. It goes through 2021. It allows Cubans to sign under rules similar to those for players that come from Japan and South Korea. Right. And Taiwan. So what Yasiel Puig did, for people who aren't familiar, he was basically smuggled in by drug cartels. Right. And it was a living hell. And all, a lot of these guys do that. He doesn't have to. You can just show up now. Right. If somebody signs you. But that was. Right. Like, again, I mean, I'll have to read up more on it. Um, I'm just trying to figure out, is this just like now this is how people from Cuba can immigrate here? It says or this. this or the this deal like- was allowed by amendments. Today's deal was allowed by amendments to the Cuban asset control regulations of March 16th, 2016, which first established the provisions of a general license, blah, 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 from the U.S. Department of Treasury and assets control. I don't I mean, this is all right. Legal mumbo jumbo. Uh Basically, yeah. But basically, now they can come over like the way Otani did and take a bunch of take a bunch of uh, bids and go to the team that they like the best bid from, as opposed to before where it was like, you know, your basically your agent was whichever scumbag somehow snuck you into the country and you owed that guy for the rest of your life. He's like, yeah, seventy percent of you because I brought you over in a, you know, a. a a submarine. Well, I don't know if this is true, but I see in the comment section here on YouTube that Rebby Grill says Trump can still veto that deal. Yeah, that deal's off. <laughs> Cubans have to play for the Yankees or they can't come. Stupid deal. Fake news. We're putting up a wall around Cuba. In fact, we're putting up a wall around Miami too. Double walls. You're going to have to hit it over both walls. <laughs> It's going to be like the left field wall in Houston. You got to hit it over the little wall, then the big wall if you want to come in. Yasiel Puig. In fact, you're defecting back to Cuba unless you're playing for the Yankees. So with the changes, I had this question today reading it because a lot of these guys like Puig are elated saying this is great, blah, blah, blah. There's Shabelli again. What is ha- <laughs> what Did you see? Yeah. What is happening? Shabelli and drag is everywhere. <laughs> um, no, what I was going to say is can Josiel Puig go back to what Cuba? Yeah, I have no. I don't fuck because all this political stuff has yeah, changed. I have no idea what the rules with Cuba are anymore. I know suddenly Cuba was open. We were going. There was no trade embargo, and then suddenly people were pissed that like I, I, I think then I heard like travel while you can because then they were going to shut it down. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Let me know when I can go to Cuba. Be a fun place to visit. Yeah. Bet you can get a cheap hooker there. Communism? Yeah. The, the hookers just all waiting bread lines. It's like, <laughs> piece of bread, blowjob, and I'm off. Exactly. The, and they're like the doctors there. They, they just get paid like a, the, a regular wage. There's no high-priced hookers. They're just all real middle of the road. That'd be a good deal, man. Yeah. That's... How, that's that's how you really uh, blow up they all give They all give you blowjobs in the back of like 50s Buicks. Because <laughs> they haven't had a new car in there since fucking... You know what makes me laugh, speaking of Buicks? Have you seen any of the new Buick commercials in the last year? I don't know. Which ones are the Buick ones? The one They make me laugh because they'll be like... The guy shows Oh, it's up. always like, that's a Buick? Yeah, that's... Which... My argument always is, is this. If you have to advertise... 
that, hey, I swear we're somewhat cool, then you're not cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna defend Buick here. Buicks were always like pretty solid cars, but they got the rep of being like the old person car. Well, here's the deal. I the reason I bring that up is my family had a Buick station wagon. Yeah. And my dad had a Buick LeSabre. Was it was it LeSabre? Yeah. So yeah. They're quality vehicles. Okay. But they but they always got they always like the people who drove them were always elderly. So it was always like, hey, that's a Buick? Like I thought Buicks were just shit old people drive. It's like, yeah, they are. Unless of course you just we're a person with a Buick. Now, am I ignorant as I'm still searching for a car? I don't think I'm ever going to get a car, as I've, and I've done nothing for it. Am I ignorant? I completely don't want anything American. Like, like I've basically, that's my starting point, is nothing American. I definitely lean towards Japanese uh, cars. Am I stupid for saying that now, though? I don't know. I mean, I've driven a lot of Fords. I like Fords. The new Explorers, the new... But the reason... I do that is because all that the shit. The new cra- escapes. Those cars are like the new Explorer. You get like a pimped out Explorer. It's like a fucking Range Rover. Yeah, but again, the reason all all that shit went south, and when the when the car crisis and the housing, when all that stuff was, when the economy was, when everything was going bad, GM and Ford and all those, they were shitty cars, and it caught up with them. That's why they tanked ten. And again, it was ten years ago. But I don't know anything about cars. I'm just like, nah, I don't want American. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they were shitty as much as like the Japanese cars just go forever. But like, who's buying a car to drive at 300,000 miles anymore? Like back in the day, you're like, I got an Accord. See you in fucking 2045. (laughs) That's true. You know what? I just drove a Hyundai Tucson. I like Hyundais. They're good. They're great. Every time I fucking get a rental and it's like an Altima or a, like this this all-wheel drive Tucson, I felt like I was driving an Explorer. My mom has the Santa Fe. I do like it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. When CT has hooked us up for rental cars, every time I get out, I'm calling it Hyundai. Why do you say... I went to their dealership, by the way, and I asked them. The guy just laughed at me. when I, I go, my buddy pronounces it Hyundai. And he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that one, man. We just call it Hyundai. I mean, I'm just pronouncing it how it's spelled, Hyundai. I don't know what I see. It seems like everybody else just went through the Y, like ran through that Y like a stop sign. But is this a Joe Prano pronunciation, or did you hear something? No, I mean, hear something. No, this is just phonics. Okay, I gotcha. All right, Hyundai, Hyundai. Doesn't that sound like if you were in Japan? They're like, "Welcome to Hyundai." No, you'd be like, "Hyundai." Yeah, totally. We need to get uh, Otani on the show. Yeah, for that, just for that question. Hyundai. It'd be like Hyundai. Yeah. I'm feeling good, Brandon. We talked about in the pre-show. Look at us. We are welcome to the clubhouse. I'm Matt Harvey. Will you want to go ride in my Hyundai? <laughs> like, dog, I would never ride in a Hyundai. Also, I thought it was just called Hyundai's. I think tonight is a dirty sports first. Both you and I are covered head to toe. In flag and anthem gear, shoes, pants, topwear. Think this is a first. Yeah, because I just got these shoes. This is the first time I've worn them on the show. So this is a first. The jacket's new. Jacket's new. Looks good. I like yeah, that jacket. I like it. The old zip up. Guys, we have a great new promo code going on in December. So you have about 11, 12 more days. 
If you go to flagandanthem.com and drop promo code Dirty December. Now, did you explain to everybody how this works now? I did, but let's re-explain. Just because you've used our promo code before, and it was a first-time promo code, don't have to worry about it. Brand new promo code, brand new discount for you. So if you've used one of our promo codes, pretend like that never happened. Use this promo code. Get your friends something for Christmas. Get your family something for Christmas. Get your dad one of these uh, zip-up sweatshirts. It's supremely comfortable. Yeah. This is like sit around the house on Christmas Day drinking a little bit zip-up sweatshirt. It's great. It's just cozy. So, yeah, that promo code, if you used it before, you can use it again, and it gets you 25% off, like Prano was saying. Just go to flagandanthem.com and drop in code DIRTYDECEMBER. I'm sending, I sent some koozies out, or I tried to. That's a whole other story about the post office. But I saw A. Millie, our boy A. Millie, down in uh, the Dirty South. He dropped the promo code DIRTYDECEMBER to get nice. him some Flag and Anthem. So you guys should do it, too. Do it right now, flagandanthem.com, and I will send you some koozies out. I hate that post office, by the way. Yeah? It's crazy around the holidays, huh? The machine, when you don't want to deal with the actual workers, doesn't work, ever. Me and other people were, fight, were like, what is this? It won't read the chip. Three, three of us all different tried, and we all tried different cards. I was so angry. You got to put it in, leave it in until it goes green, then pull it out. Didn't work for any of us. And it would say, do you need more time? I was this close to walking in there and losing it. Now, I do have... You can't go postal in a post office anymore. They're like, I think they're required by law to tase you to death. Yeah. Is that where the people first started shooting shit up? That's the first people that started going crazy were postal workers. That's why it's called going postal. Yeah, that's right, right? Yeah. They were the original school shooters. Now it's millennials. Because people go in there like, what the fuck is your problem? Like, why why can't you just fucking send it? And they're like, I'm trying, ma'am. Like, I'm a government agent. This is a big fucking disaster for me, too. I, I did walk in there. I did interrupt the entire line because you couldn't even put the packages in. And I said, you know, both your things are full. I can't even open it. She goes, then just set it here. I'm like, no, bitch. How about you guys fucking remove the packages? This is why they shoot people. You're shaming her in front of the whole post office. I should shame no, her. bitch. People are like, oh, he said bitch. I should shame her. Everybody, you know, everybody's so complacent out here in California, especially in Venice. Half the people in that line They're are like, that guy was well-dressed, but he was a fucking dick. <laughs> Dude, did he have a new flag and anthem on? Yeah. That shit looked good. Did you see this, Le- uh, This uh, not LeBron, I'm seeing because somebody had a question about LeBron. Did you see this James Harden travel? Yeah. We gotta we 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 can't be doing this though. Like we can't just be allowing blatant rules to be broken. Like well, that's a bad that scenario was a bad one. Let me uh cover this on from from a couple of different angles. First of all, um it's white cheddar dickery when people and they've been doing it for 20 years. They're like, hey, everybody just travels all the time. It's like, you know the story of the boy who cried wolf? That's what this is. Y'all have been complaining about everybody traveling all the time for so long, incorrectly, that now people have fucking found a loophole and they're actually ignoring it because 
The rule is two steps after the gather. So you get to gather it, and then it's two steps. So in the past, people would be like, everybody travels all the time. It's like, they're not traveling. They're getting two steps after the gather. I remember when the Eurostep first started becoming prevalent. People were like, this is such a travel. It's like, it's actually not. The first step is a gather. The second step is a cross-the-body step. And then a third step and the, and the bucket. Now, this James Harden thing. I got my drink and my two-step, my drink. <laughs> Do you know that song? <laughs> no. You don't know that song? No. It's Swiss Beats? No, but it should be I got my gather and my two-step. That's the fucking <laughs> Eurostep. Um, now, the thing is. This gather is being sort of extended to a multi step, which you can't do. And then James Harden's basically taking three steps. Like, that's a travel, but this is everybody else's fault. This is all the people's fault who are calling travel on everything that wasn't a travel. It's hard, but also, and let me say one other thing it's very hard in, in fucking, like, he does that shit really fast. In slow motion, it's easy to see. It's easy to see. Yeah. But in real speed, it's pretty tough. Sure. But again, I'm blaming all the people who called travels on things that weren't travels for the last 25 years. So this is NBA, everybody, they all travel all the time. Is this the equivalent? Is it like the people who go on Twitter and nitpick every single little thing that Donald Trump does? Yeah. And, and now that, it's, and now and now people are like, "Great, another Donald Trump fucking quote tweet. I don't care." When he does something really like wrong. Yeah. And we got to be paying attention, but people were just so jaded. Yeah. So, boy, you cried wolf. Yeah, you know that old fable, right, Ruther? Of course. I I got called out as a young kid. My brother was so mad, and I told my mom, and I got deep shit. I was on vacation, and we were in the ocean in South Carolina, and I kept I was I was a few feet away from my brother, and I acted like I was drowning just to fuck with them. Yeah, and he was like, "You motherfucker." Now, yeah. if, now if you actually drown, no one's going to give a shit. Exactly. And he told me, he's like, that's the boy who cried wolf. And then he told my mom and I got in trouble. I was like five or six. Like, you can't joke about drowning in the ocean, yeah. man. And then, and then here, here's the funny part of that story. And then what Brad did is he beat me up for the next 15 years. <laughs> he's like, I'll give you something to cry about. <laughs> you clean your room, Rug. I'll kick your ass forever. Rug's drowning this time in his own blood. Dude, he has his kids harass me. Yeah. Your brother's a savage. He's degenerate. His kids, he'll give his kids the phone and they kept texting me the other day. And I had a bunch of emails to send out. I go, guys, I'm working. And they kept doing it. And then I wrote back. Now they're in first grade. I wrote in caps, I'm working. Like, I know. It's 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 ridiculous. To them. To them. To the kids. And then I start getting uh voice messages from my one nephew which I knew was from my brother him going you don't work when did you get a job and I'm like why is my brother having them harass me while he's driving the car like it's just a total asshole <laughs> now the big question is does he do this to your other brothers like when he's not doing it to you like is he just like alright rugs over for today moving on now we're gonna harass Oh, yeah. Ma Greg. Ma no, Mark gets a lot for going to Ohio State. Never. He gets never-ending Urban Meyer. Like, dude, you should see the, the group text with my family. You would think my little brother beat the fuck out of that Coach Zach Smith's wife. The way the texts are. 
and I do them too because they're funny. Yeah. But there's this weird Army versus Ohio State back and forth, which is hilarious to me because, first of all, we all know Army would lose by – they played last year. They lost by four touchdowns. Right. And Mark brings that up, which Brad went to the game with Mark in Ohio State. And apparently – you know how? Yeah, I didn't think they played it in the in front of eleven people at West Point. Yeah, at Mikey Stadium. So apparently, everyone was scared of Brad in the section. And at one point, he started just talking shit, even though Army was down by like. He's four- like, "You will salute me." <laughs> An officer has entered Section One Twelve. You will stand and you will salute me. <laughs> Such like, a- is this in the military? This is a football game. Yeah. It's all the military. <laughs> Did I ever tell you what he used to do during swim meets? I got PTSD just hanging out with your brother. <laughs> I can't drive. I got to pull over. Holy shit. Dude, when we used to be on a swim team, when they would play the national anthem, he'd be like 15. He'd be standing like this <laughs> at 15. And you know, you're just, you know how it is. You're like on a swim team in the summer. Everybody's in their little speedos and he fucking lunatic man what would your brother do like if you went to a ball game with me and i just like kept eating my hot dog during the fucking national anthem i beat the fuck out of you dude <laughs> he'd get in your face if i kneeled oh you wouldn't hear the i mean prano you had a beard like my beard now if i go back with this the amount of terrorist jokes yeah he, he was calling you a terrorist yeah the amount of jokes i'm gonna get of like, cut your fucking beard, fucking ISIS. <laughs> You're the whitest person alive. I know. Look like a haji. And his comeback, you know, and his rips are, they're digs a 12-year-old says. Yeah. You've heard them. You know it should be a fucking uh, podcast in DSPN. Just my brother John and your brother Brad <laughs> via <laughs> Skype every week. Just saying racist shit about <laughs> About fucking terrorists. Just dumb shit. Yeah, that's funny. And my brother just like talking about the Illuminati. <laughs> oh, John's big into the Illuminati. Oh, huh? John. I mean, John's like myself. It, it's not a conspiracy if it's true and you can prove it. But John's John's a smart guy. He sees. Yeah. He reads between the lines pretty well. Like, give me an example. Just like, well, we'll talk politics or whatever. And he's like, it's all fucking bullshit. Like, his wife is super conservative, like, Trump supporting. I know. Like, yeah, yeah, I but know. But she's that. also like, a, she's like an Alex Jones conspiracy theorist, which is like a whole, that's that's actual conspiracy theories where it's like, that's just cuckoo shit. Whereas John and I, you know, the, you know, it's, you don't have to be that smart to like follow the money, like, why things, why certain things happen. Sure. Like, just follow the money. It's all money and power. What percentage of sports do you think are rigged? Speaking of conspiracies. Rigged or like finagled so that... Things happen. Yeah. Probably a, a large percent of them. But but also at this point, like, you know, there was a time... You go back, obviously, to the Donaghy thing. It's like there was a huge... It's a huge difference in money between watching the Kings in the NBA Finals versus the Lakers. These days, 
it doesn't really matter. Everybody, if you're an NBA fan, you probably have, you know, the NBA package. Yeah. Like it like we're watching we're watching Boston Phoenix right now. On M- and this is on NBA TV. Right. And, and this is on NBA TV. Like Obviously, the Phoenix Suns aren't going to the NBA Finals anytime soon. But let's say in two years they turn it around. Like anybody who cares about the NBA knows who Devin Booker is. Sure, knows who Aiton is. Like you're gonna, it's all, yeah. it's a star-driven league. And I mean, the NBA, if they were rigging it, it's just as easy to say, hey, we want Cleveland with LeBron in, as opposed to like back in the day where it's like we want New York, LA, Boston, LA. Like, do you remember my conspiracy before the NFL season started? No. That the NFL wants to make a name for football back here in this city, that they would want a Chargers-Rams Super Bowl? Look, looking fairly likely. Not with the Rams. You're off the Rams entirely. I'm, 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 Jared, Jared Goff. Medium pizza. It's a fucking medium pizza. Yeah. Well, I have some I have some hot takes on your other LA team too when we get to football. The Chargers? Yeah. Well, we'll get to football. Before we do that, I do want to play a game. Okay. Of a fun game, guys. I'm very excited about this. But before we do the game, you did just say the Chargers. Yeah. Oh, you're out of town. I was gonna say. I know what on. Uh, I was looking at SeatGeek, dude. On Sunday for real. I'm Saturday. Actu- it's Saturday night. Oh, Saturday night. Yeah, I'm at Saturday there. night. I'll be the- at, I'll be at Tom York at the Cosmopolitan in Las Vegas. Yeah, the Chargers have a Saturday night prime game with the Ravens. Yeah, that'll be a fun game. Are you gonna go? With, are you gonna go with my replacement? My official replacement, Tug Coker. Well, the problem is. You know, God, tickets are. I've been dropping some money on these Rams games. The the, the t- cheapest tickets I saw on SeatGeek for Chargers Ravens is one seventy five. It's just wow. cheapest. Wow, it's just such a small stadium. Yeah. Go with your boy Merriman. Hit up your boy. See if you can sit in the fucking lights out box. <laughs> <laughs> well, dirtballs, if you have any tickets or if you want to use. Our excellent promo code. You should hop on SeatGeek. I know Joe is using SeatGeek for Las Vegas, aren't you, Joe? I did. I got my Tom York tickets on SeatGeek. That's right, guys. And they were hella cheap. That's right, guys. Via SeatGeek. Go on SeatGeek because, best of all, you get $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. So just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. Okay, so here's the game. I love Black Sports Online. I know. You used to mock it, and now you've just totally embraced it. Well, it's the most ridiculous website I've ever... I went down a rabbit hole. He explains on the website, Robert Little, the founder, why it's called Black Sports Online. He has like a novel explanation on the website about why it's called that and give me the cliffs notes basically back in the day when there was dead spin and all these other ones there was never a a black website and he said it's black sports that how long does it take him to explain that dude you should see how long it is but he says, you know, it's not all just black sports and then it's changed into other things and blah, now blah, it's blah. world star sports, basically. 
I can't believe that he never sold out to wor- become world star sports. So the headlines, when we went over them like a month or two ago, you were just cracking up how long and basically the headline was the story. Right. They don't have editors. Yeah. At Black Sports Online. They just write a gigantic headline that explains everything and then there's the video or pictures that yeah. back that up. And you joked when we did that, we should play a game where I read a headline and you have to decide. Is it an actual black sports headline or just a word jumble that a three-year-old put yeah. together with refrigerator magnets? Now, I'd love to play this with their founder who's actually based in Los Angeles. I think we should get him on the show. I don't know if he would be down for any of this because I guess we are we technically mocking black sports online? I mean. I still go there. Right. I get some news. They have some amazing hot takes. You get some fake news is what you get. So I'm going to get a Miller Lite while you explain the game. Okay, so here's the game, guys. It's really simple. Haven't used that one in a while. I'm going to read a headline, and Prano is going to have to decide, is that a black sports online headline, or is it one that I made up? It's that simple. I have 12 total, and we don't have to do all of them, but I think it's going to be really difficult for Prano because... As I was, you know, as I go on their site every night, especially when I'm lying in bed, I just start giggling to myself because the headlines that they put up. Do you want me to read? Do you want me to read some the other day that I that I just I, I screenshot just because I was laughing? Well, it's only going to help me. It's only going to help me guess. I'll give you a little help, though. Okay, I, I think that's fair. These were three of the headlines I pulled yesterday. Woman invites all her friends over for her birthday party so they can see her break up with her boyfriend for sliding in DMs. That's a real one. It's a real headline. What is he? He doesn't understand headlines. <laughs> that was yesterday. Here's another one. I can't believe his description of Black Sports Online was so wordy. 48-year-old woman who claims to be world's hottest grandma releases naked Christmas calendar pics. And this was a third one I thought was funny. Ashley Graham explains why she posted her nudes before the Miss Universe pageant. Okay. Not okay. not too bad. So those were three real ones used yesterday. And so let's play the game. All right, Prano. Okay. I'm going to read you the headline, and you have to tell me, is this a real black sports online headline? J.R. Smith tweets response to Cardi B's Instagram photos, which show her naked in a bathtub. Real Black Sports Online headline. That's one that I made up. Wow. <laughs> Pretty good start, Ruther. I got to tell you. A lot of details in that one. I'm trying to stump you. Okay. I should have known on the J.R. Smith one. I should have known. Like, if you were if, in Ruther's mind, J.R. Smith is, appears in most Black Sports Online headlines. <laughs> All right. So you're 0 for 1. Now, hold on. Tell me, just because I would love to, I'm impressed. Did, what was that? Was that based in anything? Nothing. Wow. I just pictured J.R. Smith. This might be this might be your calling. <laughs> <laughs> this is the this is the thing you've you've been best at in your entire life. Creating black sports headlines. <laughs> fake black head your your business cards say fake black sports headline writer. I love it. Okay, is this You mean you got Cardi B in there? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Is this real or fake? Fan runs on court after Lakers lose to Nets, and LeBron takes the time to take a selfie with her. That's a real. That is real. Okay. (laughs) 
Fan runs on court after Lakers lose the Nets. LeBron takes the time to take a selfie with her. That yeah. was a, that's a real headline today. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Real or fake? Carmelo shooting his shot at Warriors or just randomly tweeting? You make the call. That's real. That is real. Wow. Okay. All right. You're doing good. So now you're two out of three. Real or fake? Black Sports Online headline. Khloe Kardashian seen at nightclub with soccer star Andre Mayton from Manchester United. I'm going with... Mm, this one's tough because this is like J.R. Smith. Like I feel like in, in Ruther's Black Sports headline world, Khloe Kardashian is also involved. Uh, but you do have a soccer player in there. I'm going with Ruther. Oh, you're correct. Oh, also, just created a thin air. You just Googled a soccer player? I made up. That's a made-up name. Amazing. <laughs> Andre Mayton. I was like, could be a soccer player? That's what I figured. I'm not going to lie. That's impressive. Even though I got it, it's impressive. I think you're right. I think I have my calling. Okay. Black Sports Online. Like OJ Simpson. I'm like, fuck, this is definitely a real one. Black Sports Online headline or one I made up. Florida man in Dwayne Wade jersey spotted swimming with alligators in Florida Everglades. Hmm. That's real. That's fake. Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> Completely made up. By the way, none of these are based off any stories. Yeah. All right. Real or fake Black Sports Online headline? Racist high school girl gets pummeled by black cheerleader after shouting racial slur during basketball game. That's real. Fake again. This is truly your calling. <laughs> you know what you've nailed? You've nailed the complete and utter wordiness of his thing. Yes. Very descriptive. Okay, real or fake? Raiders sign Nathan Peterman over Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> I mean... That's real? It's real. Yeah. That's his shortest one ever. Yeah. It's over Colin Kaepernick that was like, okay, that could definitely be a black sports. But that's also a very good Ruther headline. Yeah, I, I figured I figured you'd get that one, though. Okay, real or fake? To distract from Kanye's tweets, Kim Kardashian posts see-through dress on Instagram. <sighs> I feel like... I feel like to distract from is not very Robert Little-like. I'm saying that's a Ruther. That is Robert Little. Wow. That is a real Black Sports Online headline today. To distract from Kanye's tweets. Kim Kardashian posts see-through dress on Instagram. I mean, this is amazing. This is our best game yet because you guys, you have, like, I feel like you guys share one brain. Can I be honest with you? Maybe I should do a side hustle and start writing for him. Yeah, you should. Just ludicrous. You could just make them up. You're like, yo, how hard would it be to photograph a fucking Dwayne Wade jersey on a guy in a crock pool? <laughs> Actually, they're gators. Okay, real or fake black sports online headline. Teacher tells judge she shouldn't get jail time because her student wanted to have sex with her in a barn. Here's the sentence the judge handed down. I, I, for, okay, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say 
that it's real. And by the way, if it's fake, you should just start one of these websites. It's real. It's real. Oh, thank God. I'm like, dude. Let me repeat that one, how long it is. Yeah. Teacher tells judge she shouldn't get jail time because her student wanted to have sex with her in a barn. Here is the sentence the judge handed down. Video in parentheses. Okay, a couple more. Let's just get through all these. Real or fake? Parents sue school for not starting their son on his high school basketball team in Lafayette, Louisiana. Fake. Oh, you're good. That is fake. Okay. I feel like if he had written the same story, it would have been less. Like that was that was too clean a headline. <laughs> yeah. All right. Real or fake? Hot mom from Falcons game identified as 42-year-old middle school teacher. Ooh, this one's tough. Is he just calling somebody a hot mom? I'm saying fake again. Okay, yeah, that's an Andy Ruther one. He does. If you click on, if you click on their, they have different categories. He, one of he them has is, hot mom. He has stuff like that. If you click on the entertainment category, this is under entertainment yeah. stuff like this, like the the hottest grandma or whatever it was. Okay, real or fake? What happened when a Florida man tried to pay for his McDonald's with a bag of weed? I want to say fake, but you've done two fake. I'm saying real. You're right. That is real. That's all of them. I've hit my stride. It's all 12. <laughs> hit my stride at the end there. I don't know how many you got right, but that is our real or fake black sports online That's the most headline. stumped I've been in a game in a long time. I agree. You're really good at writing disastrously long and bad headlines. Do you think he knows about us now? Because I've quote tweeted them a lot. I've tagged them. I mean, them. you're going to have to tag him in this game. I mean, I think we should turn this into a YouTube video. Yeah. Because then, then Nick, when he edits it, can post the actual headlines and the pictures. From what I read, they get like 2 million hits a month. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Black Sports Online is getting 2 million it's hits It's mostly a month. people clicking to figure out where that headline ends because it doesn't always fit in a tweet. Like, man goes to park looking for... And you're like, fuck, what is, how does the story end? I mean, if I pull it up right now, how many people have the app? Like, I have the app. We should also, we should also play a game. We should, we should do a contest. Uh, most absurd Black Sports Online headline in history. I mean, this is this is one of the his. This is his top trending story right now. Huntington Bank called the cops on man trying to cash his paycheck because he was black, and there was no other reason, no matter what they say. <laughs> I'm not making this up. That's the top headline right now. Like a, a proper, you know, I, I've written for the college newspaper. I've worked in in news. Like that headline. In a proper headline, like, bank calls cops on black man for no reason. Like, that's, like, even if you wanted to, if you wanted to turn that into an actual news story, that's what you were right. Like, he tells you the whole story, including why they call the cops, <laughs> and th- and puts his opinion in there. That's yeah. not even a column. That's like a column. It's wild. I'm telling you, if you guys haven't downloaded, you got to get the blacks. I'm helping your co- – Robert – I want to meet you, dude. I'm helping your cause. We're getting you out there. Black Sports Online. Here's another one from today. 
Watch this woman beat down a man that tried to carjack her while she dropped her son off at school. <laughs> I told you, like the ones I was making fake. Yeah. There's nothing about being black or a sports online headline there. It's pretty wild, dude. If you click on entertainment section, like these are the things that fall under the entertainment section. The third story on today's entertainment section says, details on man killing roommate over his trash music playlist. (laughs) That's considered entertainment. Over his trash music playlist. It's wild. All right, you want to get to some NFL talk, Prano? Look at this commercial for Copperfit. Have you oh, seen yeah. this before? Yeah, I've seen it. Jerry Rice. And Favre. Yeah, it's wild. And they're both wearing fingerless gloves while they play. Can you imagine if you play? If you showed up to people play? People have been doing this copper shit for years, dude. I remember going back fucking 25 years. People were doing like the copper plates and shit. I wanted to make a joke about this because these are the only channels they aired on, I've noticed. NFL Network, NBA TV, MLB TV, all the... Can you imagine showing up to play fucking Venice Beach basketball with fingerless gloves full filled with copper? Well, can you imagine the joke? I, I wanted to take uh, basically a screenshot or a video of the commercial and say, can you imagine if, if you were like, hey, Ruther, we're going down to whatever park. We're going to play pickup football. And Jerry... Because in the commercial, Jerry Rice and Brett Favre show up to play pickup football with a bunch of other like 35-year-old dudes. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine if Jerry Rice showed up and you're like, well, Ruther, you're going to be covering Jerry Rice today. And, and he was simultaneously covered in copper. <laughs> you're like, well, it's not going to be tough to cover Jerry Rice today. He's a lot slower than his NBA days because he has precious metals attached to his entire body. <laughs> All right. So we are in the home stretch, man. This is the last two weeks of the regular season. This is week 16. Yeah. You cut into my lead last week. Yep. I- I had my a little bit. Not not I didn't I, I could have made some more moves, but you I, only what'd you get? Three? I got four. Wow. Awful. My worst week of all year. You cut in three, so I'm still up ten. Yeah, so I gotta make a strong push these last couple weeks. You gotta I gotta get down I gotta I gotta pick up I gotta pick up at least four games this week. At least four. Yeah. I basically gotta do what I did last week again. I agree. At least. I didn't like last week. I didn't like doing it that way. I realized that after the show ended. I don't know how you did it. I didn't listen to that episode. I listened to the second episode you guys did that. Well, the fact that we're not doing it together. I didn't right. like that. I think it's I think it's better when we do it together. Okay. But I take the L on that. You know, I but Tug, I mean Tug is really sitting high right now. Yeah. Tug Coker went what, 11 and 4 cuz we didn't pick one game. Right. Even though there were 16 games. So Tug is basically, you know, he's 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 touting his own horn. Is that a saying? Tooting, touting his own horn. Yeah, there's a Rutherism. But you shamed you shamed at Rutherisms after that beef. I looked at his Twitter feed this week. Hasn't tweeted. Um. So what I wanted to bring up during the pre-show that I waited for, I didn't I didn't listen to the first episode, but I did watch part of the first episode on YouTube. Have you written? A handwritten apology letter to Trevor yet? About- you were, you were, you, uh, the entirety of last week you spent in a winter hat and not like a scully, like a proper winter hat. No. You wore a thick winter hat to a 61 degree LA Rams game. No, it actually, it got cold. <laughs> you were wearing it inside the Smut Studio. Half, right? the, half the state, okay, the Smut Studio is different. Half the stadium had 
Eagles or Rams win or hats. Yeah, but people in LA wear that shit all the time, but you have been an outspoken opponent of the winter hat in California. All right, well, here's the deal with the winter hat. I mean, you destroyed... You basically made Trevor quit over that. Let Can I explain myself? I mean, you hammered him. One... I mean, you I, would yell at him. Can I Can I explain myself? I did not yell at him. I mocked the shit out of like, him. Like, numerous times. Yeah, I'm not denying and that. And he would come with, like, a light winter scully. You had, like, a fucking... Like a poof hat. So that, that shit was fleece lined, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, I have one of those. I don't even wear that shit around. It's a nice hat. So that's for players on the sideline when they're cold. That's sideline gear. It is. It's official. It's you wear that shit in your apartment. Well, here's the deal. Let me. Can I explain everything? I went looking for a Rams hoodie last week. Yeah. On the promenade. Literally nowhere. I couldn't believe it. Not one store. Because there's no sports, good sports stores. Yeah. So I popped into Lids and I was looking at Rams hats. And I was like, dude, you already have two. You have the old school yellow. You have the, you know, the, the more modern gold, which they're kind of getting rid of. And then I was looking at the white and blue. And I was like, I don't need a third Rams hat. I just don't need a third one. And then I was looking at winter hats, and I thought, oh, you're heading back to Cincinnati. And I do wear a winter hat when I ride my bike at this time of year. Yeah. It's not freezing. Just so everybody knows, it's mid to high 50s. But when you ride your bike where we live by the beach, the fact that I don't have any hair either, I get cold. So I do wear a winter hat when I ride my bike at night. So I thought, okay, I'm going to buy one, and it's, it's going to keep me warm riding my bike at night. And sure enough, it felt great. I rode it back. Now, the next day, I was very excited about it. Like, really excited. To the point that I wasn't wearing it, and I had it in my hand when I let Tug in. I go, I go, can I wear this? He's like, yeah, wear it. I go, I love this new Rams hat. He goes, wear it for the show. And that's how it all went down. Yes, have I shit on Trevor? Of course. But I also look much better in a winter hat inside than Trevor does. So Wow. This is, Wow. You went there, instead of apologizing, you're doubling down on trashing the guy? I said the same thing last week. I dressed. I was dressed in head-to-toe and flag and anthem last week with my Rams winter hat. I looked good. Well, it's not It's not really a question of whether or not you looked good. It's a question of that you're just... Like, no one at all has a problem with this except you, yourself, who are an outspoken... You're like, look at these people. Fucking six degrees out, bro. How fucking cold are you? Yeah, but it's a little different. Yeah, it's a little different because that's a super thick sideline hat that you wore inside under professional Hollywood lights. That's my point. <laughs> I'm on camera. I'm going for different looks, Joe Prano. That look that night was the Rock the New Rams hat with my flag and anthem. I'm just saying, I feel like you owe Trevor an apology. I'm not apologizing to him. Uh, I think that's wrong. Okay, well, if you guys think I should apologize I mean, this is, to him, this is this is one of your most you were this this is something you were as outspoken as anything. This is like this is the equivalent of you being like college football should go back to two two team playoff. He would show up in a t shirt, mesh shorts, and slides. Yeah, and his hat. It was his look. He was going for it. He was embracing that look. He's embracing, you know, post college, no job having guy. <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah, and I was embracing my look last week. Again, of that mix of the new fresh Rams hat and my flag and anthem gear. I, and I just think you owe an apology. I'm not man. apologizing. Wow. I'm just not apologizing. You know, I get a, I get called out a lot for not admitting I, I was wrong. I just want to point out, I think this is this is a fine example that I'm not the only person on the show who won't back down from something. I mean, you hammered the poor kid. It's not me. He was me. young. This is different, though, He was though, impressionable. Joe. This is different. He was here voluntarily, this is you and not- you were just shit on him. This is... And then you wore a winter hat in the Smut Studio on the Dirty Sports Podcast. Yeah, exactly. When it was not cold, and you were, it was not necessary. I have avoided wearing winter hats around you simply for fear of getting shamed. That's how aggressive you were with the, the Trevor no, shaming. you're on film. I, I actually... I saw you were on film in the last year. Wearing one inside, literally the same type of hat with the yeah, little ball on top. No, yeah, I have no problem with it whatsoever. I'm not apologizing. This isn't a matter. This is not a matter, by the way, of being right and wrong. Th- that's different than you not admitting when you're wrong about a sports take or a sports assessment. This is me shitting on him and then be like, "Yeah, I can shit on you, but I'm gonna do the same fucking thing." Yeah, it's what it is. I don't know why I owe him an apology. I don't even know what that means, Prado. What am I apologizing for? For shaming him aggressively for something that you yourself has found to be acceptable behavior. Just say you're sorry. I'm not, be, be the bigger man here. I'm not saying I'm sorry. Say you're sorry. Say, you know what? In fact, it's pretty comfortable and it's a good look. It was a good look on me. <laughs> See, that's even worse. Again. This is an even worse take. <laughs> My, I gave you an out here. No, I said you this, tried it. You had never tried it before. You tried it. My, you enjoyed it. My whole outfit last week looked very well. I looked well put together. His outfit, he looks like a homeless person. I'm just saying. But your problem was not with how he looked. Your problem was with that he was doing it when it was inappropriate to do it. You would regularly shame him for the temperature versus his headwear. Fair enough. But he also wasn't on camera. Well, just saying. Hey, when you're in L.A., you're always on camera. You never know who's watching. You should go to Whole Foods on fucking Lincoln and Rose sometime. Chicks dress like it's fucking senior prom. You're like, do you really need a fucking puffy pink dress? I mean, what are we doing here? You're buying eggs. (laughs) Do we even know that Trevor's still alive anyway? Yeah, I texted him, and I said... Have you seen this? Ruther has completely done a 180 on this winter hat inside during warm weather situation. I was like, you should demand an apology. I mean, th- you really worked up about this. I, I, I mean, I was blown away when I saw it. I know you I was were. backstage of my show. I'm like, has this been addressed? Were you even able to perform that night? No. I Thank God I had already performed, or I wouldn't have been. I would have been on stage rambling about Andy and his winter hat. People would have been like, what the fuck are you talking about? I should grab it right now and put it on. I'm okay with that. Wear whatever makes you comfortable. And that should be your approach to everybody. Oh, come on. You and I roast people. Like, your Johnny Depp hat thing, which I love, and talk about L.A., especially out here where we live. Yes. And by the way, if I ever wear a fucking a fedora and a oversized scarf and a leather bracelet to walk around Ab King, please destroy me. <laughs> I'd like to see that, actually. Fucking equestrian boots. By the way, this game that we're watching currently, that we thought was going to be a blowout, 
The Suns are up 12 with 10 minutes to go. Yep. Real Jamal Crawford versus fake Jamal Crawford. Except the Suns play real Jamal Crawford off the bench. Who's fake Jamal Crawford? Kyrie Irving. I was going to say, you're going to say Kyrie's fake Jamal Crawford. Yeah. All right. Week 16, Brano. Let's do it. Thursday night games are done. Thank God. So we start with the Saturday games. Tennessee at home against Washington. 10-point favorite. No faith in Josh Johnson, who just won his first game. Yeah. Um, nice little nice bo- little start by Josh Johnson. Your boys burned me last week. Who? The Giants. I thought they were going to show up against the Titans. The Giants burned everybody last week. They, uh, I mean, the Giants last week was a debacle on, on numerous things. First of all, can, fuck, who's the, the uh, Titans offense coordinator? Because that guy can suck my dick. I fucking drafted Derrick Henry after his breakout fucking playoff game last year, and I was like, finally, they've realized how good Derrick Henry is. He doesn't he doesn't give the guy the fucking ball for 14 weeks. In the last two weeks, he's on my bench with a combined fucking 80 points. Or, it is ridiculous. And then I got to watch him get 30 carries against the Giants. 30 carries. Carry the ball 30 times. Like, I actually thought the Giants were going to play well i didn't necessarily think they were going to win but i thought it was gonna be a close game simply because i was like well they're gonna have a hard time stopping derrick henry luckily they don't give derrick henry the ball that much they did is this guy saving him for the last four weeks of the season for some reason but the giants couple bad breaks in that game and then also they just got it was not you know they couldn't stop derrick henry combo of derrick henry and some bad breaks so what do we make of this game? like i don't know talk about the tuck rule like I still don't know how Eli Manning throwing that ball. Like I'll be honest, I didn't watch that game at all. It was a it was a horrific play. It was and it's it was still it was still a terrible 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 like just take the sack. It was a terrible move, but he threw it. Yeah. He's getting sacked and he's going down. And he just goes like this with the ball. He just goes. He throws it literally one foot in front of him. Like I'm sure that some sort of you know, intentional grounding call, I'm sure. But, like, but he threw it. Yeah. He threw it a foot in front. They called it a fumble, and they gave him the ball, like, the five-yard line. So, 10 points. I'm taking Tennessee. I think Tennessee's going to make a push for the uh, for the playoffs here. Big spread, man. It's, well, I'm not going to talk you out of it. <laughs> but, again, Josh Johnson. I'm going to take Tennessee as well. All right, I don't know if you can see these, but I put these up on the top TV. Is, is, are the lights in the way? No, I can see those. All right. I'll put on my glasses now. So we have Baltimore, like we said earlier in the show, is coming out here to Carson because that's where they really play, guys. They don't play in Los Angeles. They're playing Carson. The Chargers, four and a half. I do, you know, Tug and I talked about it. Obviously, if you listen to that, you heard this whole. It's fascinating that uh, Lamar Jackson's four and one, like this close to being five and zero. Oh, right. Every week, I keep saying it's going to end. It's going to end. Their defense is playing amazing. Yeah, their defense. I mean, it's it. They're they're act, they're playing college football. They're like, we have a great defense. Limit our turnovers. Basically, like he barely throws the ball. 
But I'm going to flip the coin here and talk about the other team for a second because everybody's on the Chargers. You're on the Chargers. You love the Chargers. Phillip Rivers, everybody's on the Phillip Rivers bandwagon. But I'm doing it, man. I'm throwing down the gauntlet the same way we did for Drew Brees. Drew Brees has a Super Bowl. I'm throwing it down for Phillip Rivers right now. Dude, you have a good defense. You have a great running back. Keenan Allen's fantastic. You have not made a Super Bowl. I got, like, stop slurping. The, if, you, if this guy doesn't get it done this year, make it to a Super Bowl, win a Super Bowl. I don't want to fucking hear about how great Phillip Rivers is anymore. Fun fact, Phillip Rivers, and you're a Phillip Rivers supporter. And I'm a Phillip Rivers supporter, but here's... Like, and I know everybody fucking loves to shit on Eli Manning and tell me how much of an Eli Manning homer I am. But a lot of people like, this is what somebody said to me this weekend in regards to Eli Manning. Besides the two Super Bowls, what has Eli Manning done? That was, that was his, that was an actual statement. Besides the two Super Bowls, what has Eli Manning done? To, and to answer that, it's like, well, first of all, he's six all time in everything. He played 200 straight NFL football games. And he's played, you know, 15 years in the league as a, as a starting quarterback. So I don't know what else you want the guy to fucking do, but that begs the question. Then what? Then what has Philip Rivers done? Here's a fun fact: Philip Rivers. You want to hear this? This is incredible. I didn't know this until I looked it up. Philip Rivers has made the playoffs not that many times. I knew this. He made it consecutively when he started. Yeah. He made it consecutively in 2006, 2007, 2008, 2009. and 2009. Yeah, I looked this up too. Do you know what happened after 2009? He didn't make it again until 2013. But do you know what happened? Like, what, what, why did he stop making it after 2009? Well, Ladinian Tomlinson left in, and after retired. After 2009. Yeah. And went to the Jets. Exactly. And then he, yeah. And so in his career, he's made the playoffs one time besides... The four years in a row, he made it with LaDainian Tomlinson. Which will be the second time this and year. And everybody loves to tell me how Eli Manning fucking won a Super Bowl because the Giants shut down the Patriots. In 2006 and 2007, he lost to New England with New England scoring 24 and 21 points. I mean, we're not talking about... And in one of those games, he had zero, inter- zero touchdowns to two interceptions. He has 11 touchdowns in the playoffs and nine interceptions. Look, I, he's four and five in his career in the playoffs. I'm not going to defend that. I've said that all along. I mean, he didn't, guys, he had like 14 and two teams, stacked teams, just lose right away. The, the last year that Marty Schottenheimer coached them and then got fired after that 14 and two season. No, I agree. I am, but here's my point. I am a Philip Rivers defender because how can you not be a Philip Rivers defender? Just like Eli Manning, he's been in the league 15 years. He played 200 consecutive games at starting quarterback in the NFL, which is very hard to do. We'll get to the Eagles quarterback situation when we start talking to the Eagles game, but uh, Carson Wentz hasn't played 15 straight seasons. He hasn't played 15 straight games. It's hard to be a quarterback in the NFL and stay on two feet. Philip Rivers did it for has done it for over 200 consecutive games. The guy hasn't played in a Super Bowl. So everybody that wants to suddenly be on the Phillip Rivers is like one of the fucking all-time greats. There's I'm nothing. not seeing that. Oh. May, well, maybe that's Oh, me. it's fucking out there. I'm not seeing it. My whole thing on Phillip Rivers is just I think this is his year. That's all I'm preaching. I'm not, I'm not talking about the past. I think this is and his I'm, year. And that's what I'm saying. 
And I'm saying the same thing. I agree. He and has I'm saying for the same thing that we said for the Drew Brees wants to be, should be the greatest of all time slurpers. If you're talking about Phillip Rivers, honestly, and I know I know everybody wants to fucking call me a giant swimmer, but honestly, if you're talking about Phillip Rivers in a class with Ben Roethlisberger and Eli Manning, this dude better play in the Super Bowl this year. But I posed this question to you a few weeks ago, if you recall, since those were the guys who were swapped for each other. If you put Phillip Rivers on the Giants, remember me asking you this? Yeah. Does he have two Super Bowls? And I answered, no. And my and the one single argument that I would even need to make for that is in 2007 when the Giants did win the Super Bowl, he lost to the New England Patriots 21-12. He threw for 211 yards with zero touchdowns, one interception, and a quarterback rating of 46.1. He had his shot against that crazy Patriots team, and they didn't go out there and score 50 points with Randy Moss. They, they scored 21 points. He scored 12 with a LaDainian Tomlinson. He scored 12 and had more interceptions in that game than Eli Manning did in the four games of the playoffs and Super Bowl that he got to and beat that Patriots team in. Well, Phillip Rivers is most likely going to have to win three games on the road. So, yeah, there it is. You got to win three games on the road, man, to get to the Super Bowl, probably. Unless Kansas City loses this week. Right. I like Phillip Rivers. I'm a Phillip Rivers fan. Phillip Rivers is a Hall of Famer, no doubt about it in my mind. But a lot of people are like, you know, it's the late career. that We saw the same thing happen with Elway when Elway won the two. Like Elway's career went from being like, a, you know, it's unbelievable, but there's these choke question marks to everybody jumped on it but here's the thing in the end Elway won those two Super Bowls and Elway had already been to Super Bowls yeah two three of them well four and a half points obviously I'm on the Chargers I like what they're doing they were my preseason AFC Super Bowl pick but I don't think they have a home field advantage and I think four and a half is too big. I think they win the game, but I think it stays close. I'm taking the Ravens to cover. And I'm taking Phillip Rivers. Oh, <laughs> after all that. No, I mean, again, this is, look, yes, I'm taking Phillip Rivers, and I'm taking that, and and some portion of that is because I have games to make up here. But also, it's the exact same thing. I want to reiterate this one last time. It's the exact same thing. As the Drew Brees conversation. I'm a Phillip Rivers fan. And everybody needs to know that. But. Like. Everybody gets judged. We're all. We're judging everybody. Through the same fucking. Filter. Right. So. When everybody wants to. Fucking tweet at people about. Whose teams suck. And who seems like. Just like who's the greatest of all time. All right. If we're. If. If this is the year. Where a couple of these guys. That have been playing. 10, 15, 20 years, like the breezes and the rivers, everybody wants to say, look, this, this is, look at how well they're playing. This just shows you how good they've been all along. Well, here, here you go. They're serving them up on a platter. Everybody says any team can do it. That would be a fun Super Bowl, by the way. Breeze versus rivers. Rivers? That'd be a fun Super Bowl to watch. 
All right, moving on. Your Giants travel to Indianapolis where they are nine and a half point underdog. I want to say this about Indy and in particular Andrew Luck. And I know the Pro Bowl doesn't mean that much, but in a way it does. The fact that Andrew Luck is not on the AFC side as a Pro Bowl quarterback and Tom Brady is, is such bullshit. I agree. It's complete bullshit. And yes, the Pro Bowl doesn't mean anything um, because no one fucking cares. And somebody of who are the AFC Pro Bowl quarterbacks? Mahomes? Rivers. Rivers, Brady. So Andrew Luck is playing in the Pro Bowl. Because one of those guys is going to be playing in the Super Bowl. True. Correct? Unless it's Roethlisberger. Yeah. And then he gets his Pro Bowl. But That's the thing. By the end of the year. Here, here's that, the thing, That's though. the thing everybody needs to remember with Pro Bowl selections. It's like you don't get to play if you're still playing. And you do get to play if, you know, like it, it ends up being five guys at every position. But here's the thing. I get that it doesn't it's mean It's not anything. all pro. But it's the same thing with Major League Baseball All-Star Game. When these guys are up for Hall of Fame and all that other bullshit, these are some of the numbers they throw at. You know, 10-time All-Star, 10-time Pro Bowler, all that stuff. People do toss it up there. Right. But it should be the last thing people toss up there. It should be slightly ahead of maybe gold gloves. (laughs) Andrew Luck is the comeback player of the year, and he's... A Pro Bowl quarterback. And he had a better season than Tom Brady, without a doubt. No fucking questions asked. Yeah. And should be, yeah, should absolutely be a Pro Bowler. Do they cover nine and a half, though? Um, I like Indianapolis. Um, I think Indianapolis is a scary team and not somebody that somebody wants to play in a wild card game. Uh, That being said, everything that made the Giants... um, Terrible last week playing old ass Eli Manning playing outdoors in the rain. Saquon Barkley getting bottled up. Um, I think that all plays in the Giants' favor being inside in Indianapolis. Uh, Saquon on turf. Eli in the friendly confines of a dome. I'm taking the Giants. I was hoping you wouldn't do that because I was going to take the Giants. Nine and a half is very big. And I see I see some points from both teams. And Philly fans... We've said this, but we got to reiterate. Frank Reich was so underappreciated. I think it's being shown now. Yeah. This year. I mean, who knows what McDaniel would have brought, but you got to be pretty stoked that in the end, after he, he, you know, changed his mind, that they ended up with Reich. Yeah. He's done an amazing job with that offense. All right, Houston at Philly. The Eagles are two-and-a-half-point favorites under Nick Foles. Now, I was called out by your fill-in, Tug Coker, saying, look, man, they play better under Foles. I don't know what it is. Well, so I have a, I have a take on this, and I put it on Twitter, and I agree with you. So, in a way, I agree with what you're saying, and I agree with what Tug's saying. I think the reaction... That everybody's had to um, Foles returning and playing well is like, are they are they better with Foles? Like, I mean, you could argue you could argue that 
they certainly are because of what they did in the Super Bowl and what they've just done just even last week. But let me say this. Nick Foles is not a better quarterback than Carson Wentz. But I put out a tweet like the Eagles, and obviously it was a little bit of a trolling Eagles fans tweet. Like if they be if they win this game, this is before last week, you gotta trade Wentz, right? And here's the thing: it's not a hundred percent a troll tweet because of this. If you believe in this system that you have created, you don't believe that your window has closed after one season. If you believe in the culture that you've created, if you believe in Howie Roseman, the GM, if you believe in being able to put together a team and essentially winning no matter what, don't you go with the same method that Tug and I have been talking about works for everybody and not pay your quarterback? You can essentially have Nick Foles for a couple years for cheap yeah. As opposed to giving Carson Wentz $150 million and then having to change your system somewhere. Well, I think everyone's on board with this now. I saw Dion went on Rich Eisen. He was saying the same thing. You can't pay the quarterbacks. And I think teams and general managers are going to change that. Actually, I have some numbers on this. And you certainly can't pay. Here's Here's one thing that's for sure. You can't pay Carson Wentz what Carson Wentz is going to demand and pay Nick Foles to be an expensive backup. Yeah. The only reason Nick Foles is able to be there right now at the cost he is is because Nick uh, Carson Wentz is only making, what, $4 million? Uh, yeah, rookie deal. Well, here's some numbers. These are pretty fascinating. Of the six highest paid quarterbacks based on average annual salary— this year, the only person of the six that's in contention to make the playoffs is Kirk Cousins. So that's annual salary. So, and the highest paid quarterbacks this year, starting from most paid to least paid of the top six, are Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo, Matthew Stafford, and Derek Carr. All of those guys I just named make anywhere from 25 to 33 million and only one of those teams or one of those quarterbacks teams I should say is in contention to make the playoffs. Now on the flip side, the currently lowest paid quarterbacks in playoff contention are Dak Prescott making 680 grand, Lamar Jackson making 2.3 million. Deshaun Watson making three point four million, and Patrick Mahomes making four point one million. Goff, I know for a fact, makes like six or seven million. Yeah, right. So not much. I, I don't know what Wentz makes, but like, again, you have to pay a Carson Wentz. Like, Car- like Carson Wentz's agent isn't a fucking idiot. He's gonna get twenty plus million a year. Yeah, and he's gonna get it for many, many years. Sure, and it's gonna, and he's gonna get a fucking signing bonus. The question is, and it doesn't, like, it, I'm a Giants fan, so I don't give a single fuck what the Eagles do. But you either believe in the culture and, and the system and everything that you created to be able to win a Super Bowl with a backup and saying, yeah, we're going to ride or die with this. Like, I can make, if you give me the money, I can make a change here at 
defensive back where we're struggling. And I can make a change here at running back where we have injuries. And I can make a change here, and we can win with Foles again. Or you can say, Carson Wentz is that valuable. We're going to win games with him without defensive backs and without running backs. And him just throwing the ball to Zach Ertz. Well, are, I- are you winning the Super Bowl again if you're a Philadelphia Eagles fan? With Zach Ertz being your receiver? I just found out all, Alshon Jeffrey was still on the fucking Eagles. Why? Because Nick Foles came back. Alshon Jeffrey has been M-I motherfucking A with Carson Wentz. I guess the the bigger question to me also is throughout the NFL, now that this whole, I don't even want to say theory, now that this scheme or strategy is taking hold, like I said, you got guys like Deion Sanders now going on NFL Network talking about it. Obviously, you and Tug talked about it early in the year. Now that this seems to be gaining momentum, how does this change in the NFL? Because... How are these guys who are making 20, 22, 25 million not going to make that? You know, is it going to correct itself? Are teams just going to say, no, we want to win. We can't pay you this much because it hurts the rest of the team? Yeah. It, I think it starts, it's a snowball effect. Somebody has to make the decision to do it, and then other teams get to follow. But first, somebody, first one domino has to fall. First, somebody, I'm not saying it has to be the Eagles. I'm not saying it has to be the Rams. I'm not saying it has to be, but like I'm not saying it has to be the Bears. But if you're the Bears or the Rams, like somebody has to play the game of chess and be like, Jared Goff, I'm glad you know the system. You're really good and all. But like part of it's that you're young, kind of mobile, you know, you take hits, you can pop right back up. Hey, Mr. Trubisky, you know, part of it is that we're fucking running the option with you. Yeah. Are we giving you 10 years and fucking running the option? Like, sorry, dude. We'll draft another quarterback. Sure. Take it or leave it. Go get money. But and and then and then it's the it's the game of chicken and looking at Mitchell Trubisky and saying, hey man, yeah, you're pretty fucking good. And we're not gonna pay you. And Jacksonville is gonna pay you. Or Buffalo, you know, obviously Buffalo is Josh Allen. And and you know. This team is going to pay you. Yeah. Uh, does your career, do you end up earning more career money signing with the Bears for $15 million a year or signing with the Jaguars for $25 million a year when they can cut you anytime they want? Who has a better potential? Do you have, do you have more potential of earning a larger sum in 15-year increments with us where you, you might be our guy forever? Yeah. Or taking a boatload of money and going to the fucking Jaguars and then turns out you suck and then you're cut and now you're scrambling for a job again and and turns out you're a fucking, you know, you're a redskin. And you're a, you know, you're just cruising around the league trying to collect paychecks from teams that desperately need a quarterback. And and by the way, to go back to Wentz, let's talk about quarterbacks in the history of the sport who have been straight up injury prone in their first few seasons and then went on to just recover and be good for 15 years. Doesn't happen. Who? Name me one. 
You know who I'm trading Carson Wentz? By the way, if I'm the Eagles, I am trading Carson Wentz. And you know who I'm trading him to? Who? Pittsburgh. Oh, keeping it in state. They have been a team that has, like, the Pittsburgh Steelers are a great organization and an organization that has been very well run personnel-wise for a long time to the point where they've overcome time and time again the Roethlisberger injury, the Le'Veon Bell holdout, the Le'Veon Bell drug suspension. They plug guys right in. Sure. So if you're going to give, if you're going to take, I would I would call Pittsburgh about Carson Wentz. How much longer does Roethlisberger have? Now, I'm not sure he's accepting a trade to a team where they already have a quarterback. But, like, Roethlisberger has basically retired numerous times already. That's a team that can overcome Carson Wentz playing 13 games a year. But name me the guy who's in NFL history was like, he was hurt year one, he was hurt year two, he was hurt year three. It doesn't happen. And and suddenly he was like, oh, he's fine. You can't name a guy. You just can't. All these guys who've consistently started and not missed games, they've held steady. Now, Andrew Luck did get injured, but that was after a few years. He's the only one that comes to mind. But we're not talking about one thing here. We're not talking about his shoulder. Yeah. We have knee so back. We have, we have, so far, we have knee and back. As far as athletes go, it's you know who it's similar to. Tony Romo had constant injury bugs of you know all different types of injuries, which is great. If again, and Romo fine. was good when he was in there. Sure, he was fantastic when he was in there. He's a Hall of Famer when he was in there. The problem is when you take. It, if you're if you're a GM, yeah, and you understand the way to calculate someone's value properly, you also have to take John Kitna's stats and mix them up and take the average because the average is who's actually playing quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. You could say what Tony Romo did, but it's not about what Tony Romo did. It's what about what the Dallas Cowboys quarterback did in the years Tony Romo was there. So who do you like in this game? Houston is two and a half point dog on the road. I mean, they're dogs? I'm going Houston. I gotta make up some games. I'll take I'll take Nick Foles. I know they looked good last week, Philly, but gotta make up some games. I'm gonna pick in a lot of these like this. All right. I still don't love Houston. Me either. By the way. They they they've they've I have not loved them lately. I say that much. You know the whole fucking your your call. This team's not going to win, and that team's not going to win a game. This I'll say this for I'll say this for fucking fact. Houston doesn't get a playoff win if they get a bye. Houston's not beating any AFC team that wins their first playoff game, which would be New England, Pittsburgh. Baltimore, the Chargers. It'd be tough. All right, let's get through some of these. Miami 
is at home against the Jags. They are a four-point favorite. I mean, I don't know who the fuck to pick this game. Like, what are we looking at here? I just don't care. Florida Bonanza, as Ruther would say. You're looking at Jags bounce back game? Or Miami. Miami there. All right. I'm taking Miami too. Uh, I'd love to pick against you, but Jacksonville just lost to Washington and Josh Johnson, and it wasn't that close. You know what I need to do is I need – I need to wake up. I'm a little tired. Yeah? I had a late night. You know what you need. Coffee. A little coffee? You know it. A little, little early evening coffee. Have you had – when's the last time you had a cup of coffee? I, I think I've said this in the show. When I was a high school English teacher in Las Vegas, one of the security guys at our school brought me coffee from McDonald's. And it, it didn't, didn't sit right, and you never did it again. I had the runs all day. <laughs> yeah, well, it certainly has that. It certainly helps keep you regular. I, but I've, I know what you're doing here, Andy. I think that this is a lead-in for a fantastic new sponsor that we have. Tell me about this that I Myself, I did this for the Dirty Sports Podcast. You, you'll, you won't hear this often, Dirtballs. I reached out to this company called Beancraft because they do precisely what I was looking for forever in a coffee company that I, I didn't know existed, and finally, they are here. Okay. So I'm all ears. Here's what you don't know because you're, the last time you drank coffee, you drank McDonald's coffee. Okay? The best coffee is coffee that was roasted recently. Okay. And was roasted, you know, by a a nice company. Like, not this burnt Starbucks trash. Not, you know, McDonald's. Not coffee bean. Every Everybody knows the, the good coffee roaster in their city or town. We have Groundworks here in L.A. That's like a very well-known coffee roaster. Um... What Beancraft does is you can order from them freshly roasted coffee from all the famous and well-known and high-end coffee roasters around the country. I have already ordered coffee from a roaster in Kentucky. Oh. Because I was like, ooh, Louisville, Kentucky. I'll put a little bourbon in my coffee, make myself a Kentucky coffee, order some of that. And then I just ordered some coffee from... A great roaster out in Riverside, California. And I've already gotten coffee delivered to a friend who's a big Michigan guy from a fantastic roaster in Michigan because I was like, wow, I'm going to give some Christmas gifts. Here's some coffee from your hometown, bro. So let me get this straight. If I'm using coffee, if I'm I'm using this product, I'm picking the coffee, any brand of the local, would you call it, just companies, yeah. A okay. roaster. It's not just a co- It's okay. not just a coffee company. Yeah, I don't they know roast, stuff. They roast their own beans, Andy. Okay. And here's the best part about Beancraft: free shipping. Ah, uh, so basically huge. Like, basically, like you walked into that roaster, huge. and bought it right off the shelf. They pay for shipping. They pay for shipping. Well, I I do love that. Beancraft.com. Is it forward slash dirty? Correct. I, this I'm is a great you, Christmas gift, I will I'm say. I'm telling you, as a coffee person, this is a great gift for yourself, and this is a great gift for friends. Send freshly can roasted, I be honest with you? high-end coffee. I'm not just saying this for the ad read. I'm legit saying it. 
the fact that you can choose the brands and it will show up at your house and you don't pay for shipping, I'm going to test it out. Oh, and here's... Can I give you even better news? What's that? You can order to recur. So if you find a roaster you like, you order to recur and your price goes down, but you don't have to order a recurring bag just from your favorite you know, roaster. It could be a flavor. It could be a style. Nice. You can get a re- renewing, you know, dark roast. You can get a renewing, you know, chocolatey roast. So you're saying I can order any roast. So if I order Jeffrey Ross, he can show up yeah, there you go. to my apartment. And just roast you. Just roast the shit out of me. <laughs> Did you watch Bumping Mics? I haven't watched oh, it yet. That's good. But guys, as a coffee snob, I think a lot of you know I love the coffee. Um, I really, I reached out to Beancraft because I, I love this company so much. Pranos Dustin. And I said, you guys, I got to be able to mention you on the show because it's Christmas time. Who doesn't love a freshly roasted bag of coffee as a Christmas present? And do your friends even one better. Order them coffee recurring. Yeah. Give somebody the gift of coffee showing up to their house every two weeks. That's beancraft.com forward slash dirty. Okay, let's get through these games. Packers at Jets. The Packers are two and a half point favorites. I'm taking the Packers. Wow. I've been burned on the Packers so many times. Me here. too. Is it at Jets? Yeah. I, I'm I'm starting to get annoyed with the Darnold stuff too. Everybody's on the Darnold train. Well, I just I watched the game last week against the Texans. Like you've never seen somebody so like And they were whatever. At, yeah, they were, and and just the announcers and then social media again because I I had I hadn't watched the Jets to be honest too much this year. Yeah, everybody was just everybody was on his dick. It's I mean again it's he's the anti Eli Manning because he makes one fantastic play out of nowhere and people are like this is it that's why you draft this guy like Eli Manning throwing like Super Bowl dimes you're like well, he's pretty lucky pretty fun, fun. I'm know. taking the Packers. I fuck. I want to take the Packers too. I gotta take the Packers. I gotta take the Packers too. I'm not gonna make my bread here. Are you seeing this shit about Nick Saban? There's some rumors. Nick Saban to where? Green Bay. Really? They're saying. I'm seeing a lot of people saying. I'm not saying these are again. These are all rumors. I don't love that. The arguments I've read are that all these stud quarterbacks have a very respectable coach like you know obviously Belichick has and Brady and Sean Payton has who's won a Super Bowl has Breeze and and stuff like that the argument is that Nick Saban will command that respect from everyone on the team and also if they win a title this year that'll be his seventh title overall what yeah like truly what does he have to prove he already has five with Bama, one with LSU. Yeah, that's the argument. What else can you do? Right. But he's got a whole system in place. He's got his players. He's got his recruiting. I mean, I got to say one thing from last episode. I love Tug Coker. I mean, Tug Coker and I see eye to eye on a lot of things, but like, not wanting to have, like, the idea that a coach doesn't want to have anything. Like, you go in with a built-in Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Quarterback question. There is no quarterback question. 
No, I agree. And also, here's the other thing that you guys didn't talk about. The, you know, Tug was talking about, oh, we've all seen the meme, the 40 quarterbacks that have played for the Browns since whatever, and Baker's their guy. It's like, how about this? How about the list of coaches who have coached in Green Bay ever? It's like four dudes. (laughs) It's like there's truly like seven coaches in the history of the Packers. Mike McCarthy. How long was he the coach of the Packers? Ten plus years. And he's a fucking boob. Yeah. Basically, if you go in and and you're not completely incompetent, you have a job for the next ten years. You have a job... If you're not completely incompetent for probably longer than Baker Mayfield's going to be in the NFL, we're talking Aaron Rodgers or no Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, obviously I disagree with his assessment of going to Green Bay versus Cleveland. It's wild to me. And the Jets, that's just a joke. Yeah. Well, Cleveland is nine-point favorites this week in division, in-state rival against Cincinnati. I'm taking the Bengals, man. I fuck. I'm taking the Bengals too. Nine points, too much. It's too much. In state, Driscoll didn't look horrible. This was Tug's uh, trap game. Tug was saying they had a backup quarterback. It's in, you know, it's in state. It's that rivalry. Here's another thing I got to talk about with the Browns because obviously I heard you going off on the Browns, and I agree with you. Here's something that is breaking me, and. And it's breaking me because they're coming simultaneously. You know, a lot of people love to come into my mansions and come into my DMs and tell me when I'm wrong. Everybody, like, it's it's people's lifeblood to prove me wrong. It truly is. I mean, I've never seen people more excited to prove me wrong. So here's what I'm going to say. If you go back and listen to every single time that we predicted what the Browns were going to do this year, I... Can, I can tell you with 100% certainty that I said this Browns team has a ton of talent, but they're not going to win four games because Hugh Jackson is a complete and utter fucking moron, and they lost 100% of their games last year and didn't fire him. So the idea that they, how much more than zero, how much less than zero can you win? I literally assumed he was going to be their coach the entire year because he went one in thirty-one. How much more? How much worse can you do? And he still had his job. So this idea, like, oh, you only thought they'd win four games. <laughs> yeah, I said you're a super talented team, and you have the worst coach in the history of professional athletics. You're not going to win four games, and I stand by that. I stand by they wouldn't have won four games if Hugh Jackson was a coach, and I stand by what I said at the beginning of the year. That they were a super talented team, and the only reason they weren't going to win is because they're coaching. Now, here's the combo that it came with. I simultaneously, every day, get messages telling me I'm a fucking idiot for not being on this Browns train to start the year, and I'm a fucking loser Giants defender that I'll never admit when the Giants are bad. Well, which is it? Are the fucking six-win Browns? A fucking bad team? Or the five-win Giants a good team? We're talking about... They're they're a win apart. They're a win apart. 
And you guys are telling me my team's a dumpster fire and this team's a contender next year? Which the fuck is it? Tap the brakes. You got six fucking wins. And I said this with Tug. I said this with Tug. I've seen this. I've seen this play out before. Six. I've told you guys. Six. (laughs) This is Cincinnati. Early 2000s. I'm telling you. This is Cincinnati Bengals early 2000s. Mark my words. This is Marvin Lewis comes along. They had went 2-14 and 14 the year before. Marvin comes along. They go 8-8 eight eight back-to-back seasons. One with John Kitna, one with Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer was the new guy. Same thing. Heisman Trophy winner. Just number one overall pick. But I'm telling you, this is the same thing. But, but this is what I want to say. You know what You know what that matters? Is winning in the playoffs. Just imagine my mentions. If the Giants had won at Tennessee last week. And I was slurping this six-win Giants team as like, how are you guys not on the bandwagon? Saquon is here. Saquon is the savior. We won three games last year. Look at what we've done with Saquon. He's led us to six wins. Fucking six wins. What do you need to see more from the Giants? other than? Imagine what my mentions would be like if I was sucking the Giants' dick over six wins right now. Imagine... You fucking take Eli's cock from out of your fucking stomach. You're sucking his dick so hard. Six wins? Are you fucking serious? Is this the bar we're setting now for people? Six fucking wins? You fucking Eli Manning, Giants, cock slurping fucking loser. Imagine what my mentions would be looking like right now. And by the way, the Giants have one less win than that. They have five wins. And by the way, the Giants fucking stink. And by the way, I also don't think the Browns, they obviously have a huge upside. I'm just saying, all that matters is playoff games, guys. Playoff games and winning them. That's all that fucking matters. I mean, let's start with getting head coach. I think you got to keep Greg, keep Greg Williams. I think that would be a bad decision. Okay. You know what Greg Williams is right now for that Browns team? What? Not Hugh Jackson. He's yeah. basically a parody account on Twitter. He's like an old school Andy Ruther parody account. He's at not Hugh Jackson. <laughs> That's what he is. That's the fire that he's bringing to. That is what he brings to this Browns team. He's at not Hugh Jackson. Can we mow through some of these games? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Next. Tampa Bay at Dallas has no spread. Why? Tampa Bay at Dallas has no spread. That is a good question. Let me look this up. Let me find a different one. I mean, come on. Who's who's not playing? I have no fucking idea. Who could it, who would it matter isn't playing? Let me find a spread here. The Cowboys open as an eight and a half point favorite. You want to just stick with eight and a half? Sure. Taking Tampa Bay. If it's eight and a half, I'm going to take Tampa Bay. That's a big spread. All right, Minnesota, Detroit. God, Detroit's just a disaster. Minnesota is a five and a half point favorite. I'm going Minnesota. How many games do we have left? A few? Half? Yeah. Uh, I'm going Minnesota as well. All right, Buffalo at New England, 13 point Patriots favorite. I'm going to England. 
You are. I am. You just t- you told me how Buffalo has good D and was it, was it you were talking about that last week? That was saying somebody else. All right, I'll go uh, Buffalo. Definitely not me. I'll go Buffalo to. Uh, I'll go Buffalo just to fucking try to pick up a game. All righty, Atlanta at Carolina. Cam Newton not playing the last two games. I said my piece on Cam Newton. Draft quarterback, Carolina. Did you see? I, I'm sure you saw. I posted my dad's text to me. Yeah. My dad has not made a hot take all year about any NFL player. He just texted me, Cam Newton sucks. Well, here's here's the Cam Newton thing. Okay? There's a lot of Cam defenders out there, which... I, you, you, I, I, you, you boy at Bleacher Report. Yeah, well, I will say that. I will say this, and I will say this with a like with a hundred percent certainty. Black people really want Cam Newton to be good, and black people want to tell you how fucking elite Cam Newton is. Like, it is a black athlete, a black fan thing. They really want Cam to be the guy. Guys, th- like, take your fucking horse and hitch it to Deshaun Watson because he's better than Cam. Also, here's the thing about Cam Newton, and it's 100% the right thing to do. When we talked about Russell versus Cam, and again, I'll take Russell over Cam, but when we talked about it, I brought up all of Cam Newton's rushing touchdowns and all of Cam Newton's yards per carry and the way Cam Newton, and of course, you have to, in... uh sort of talking about Cam's value, you have to bring those things up because they're 100% part of what makes him effective. But you don't get to do this if you're a Cam defender. You don't get to use those stats to help your argument and then cry shoulder injury when he can't throw a fucking football. Because here's the thing. Playing halfback takes a fucking toll on your body. And that's why... How good is Cam Newton going to be going forward? How long has he been in the year, the league? Eight years? Eight years playing quarterback and tailback. Draft a quarterback. Draft a quarterback. This is the end of the Cam Newton fucking run. Just depends on how long you guys are going to keep doing it. You guys are going to get divorced. You're a couple. You hate each other. You haven't, had, you haven't fucked in two years. You're going to get divorced. What are we waiting for? Well, I'm going to take Atlanta to cover this. It's three and a half. Yeah, against against not Cam Newton? Me too. All right, let's get through these. Bears at Niners. Bears are four-point favorites. I'm going to take Chicago. Yeah, me too. I, was really, I don't know what you were waiting for, but I was really hoping for something. All right, Rams at Arizona is also N.A. Man... What's going on on this fucking website today? It's ESPN, dude. We should start getting our spreads. Next year, can we just do Black Sports Online for all our, all our football spreads? Do you think Black Sports Online has spreads? Yeah, but they they spell them out in words. They're like, the Los Angeles Rams travel to Arizona where they are four and a half point favorites. It's like writing a check. That's funny. You're probably right. All right. I'm, I'm a little, I'll find another, another one. The Rams open as 14-point favorites. Do you want to stay with Let's stick with that. Jeez. Okay. I'm taking Arizona. Gurley's hurt, man. That, I mean, we talk, we've talked about it, but that, like. They signed C.J. Anderson this week. That's bad. It's bad. 
That, so, could, that could kill my Rams Chiefs Super Bowl. Well, he went out, and Malcolm Brown, his backup was hurt. They had a third stringer in there for, for like a series or two against the Eagles, and somehow no one noticed it in the stadium. I was like, are you guys all idiots? It just said on the scoreboard, Gurley's knee. I'm like, 42 is in it running back. Yeah. Do they have a strong safety back there? What is happening? That's bad. And I've said my piece on Goff. And by the way, the fact that Goff made the Pro Bowl over Russell Wilson is... That's disturbing. I mean, you can't argue with the stats of it, though. Oh, Russell is completely more efficient. He is. His efficiency numbers are... Russell has Russell has more touchdown passes, less interceptions. Now, Goff has a lot more yards. Wilson's thrown the ball way less. Efficiency, They I've seen them side by side. That should have been Russell Wilson's. But whatever. Goff, you suspect. I okay, fourteen point spread. Fuck, I'm I'm gonna take the Rams, dude. I'm gonna be a homer on this one. All right, Pittsburgh at New Orleans. Ooh, a great game of the week. Saints are a six point favorite. They really struggled again on the road. That's a ludicrous spread to me. I'm taking Pittsburgh. I know it's at home in New Orleans. I know that they are a completely different team at home. But, like, Pittsburgh's going to lose by a touchdown? Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, and by the way, they might lose by a touchdown, but that's not how Vegas fucking works. Yeah. I agree. Brees has been Brees basically lost the MVP the last few games. Yeah, although, to be fair... Mahomes has been steadily fucking throwing touchdown sure. passes the whole year. Really should have always been in the combo. All right, Chiefs at Seattle. Chiefs are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Everybody loves this game for Seahawks. I'm ta- I'm sticking with the Chiefs. I just need that ninth W. Just need that ninth W so that guy on my left can hand me a crisp 100 Well, you got – hey, here's the thing. So, I know it's in Seattle. The Chiefs are a good team. You know, I, I know they lost Hunt, but they're a fucking good team. They're favored in Seattle. If they win this game, win or lose, it, I mean, coming down to a fucking week 17 against the Cardinals. At home. Yeah, at home. No, I'm. Uh, by the way, you're, I, I would say it's an 84. 84- Four percent chance that you're winning this bet, but all the people that told me to suck their dicks, like this is going to come down to Arizona at home in Week 17 because I think that Kansas City beats them. I here's the thing, I know Seattle is a totally different team at home too, but like we everybody watched that Niners game, right? Well, I had to, I was down tailgating. I watched the first half. I mean, if Nick Mullins is going to do that, two and a half seems grossly underrated to me for what Patrick Mahomes and I mean they the the weapons and Nick Mullins is basically throwing it to fucking George Kittle. Yeah, not even. I think the Seahawks win. Everybody's on the Seahawks win. This is their Seahawks bounce back game. I think they win straight up. That's my big upset pick of the week. I love their D at home, bro. 
I love their D at home. And Russell Wilson, that game against Minnesota, was his worst game of his career. Of his career. Entire career. Guys are going to have a bad game. That, he had an awful game. They won that game. Yes. Yeah. And that's my point. Yeah. He had the worst game of his career, and they still pretty much manhandled the Vikings. Well, you know what you know what Russell's the thing about Russell is Russell has that first half all the time, but then second half he always fucking comes back and puts together. But it's like uh, no one has more seventy yard first halves than Russell Wilson. I wouldn't say all I'd like to see the numbers on it. Uh, all the time. Russell I, has the sub ninety yard first half. I don't know about all the time. They also run the ball all the time. Right. Which is the only reason we're even talking about this nine wins. Again, not going there. That's just not true. What do they, they have the single best rushing offense in the, they do, but Russell Wilson also is, is having career highs in yards per, per attempt. And like all his difficult, like he's, Please don't bring up in difficult like your that was the most ludicrous stats I've ever seen posted. He's efficient. That's always my take on him. He's an efficient guy. That's why I'm taking the Hawks to upset the Chiefs. The, the what the Seahawks got to stop doing is they got to stop drafting offensive linemen that only know how to run block. That's what they got to stop doing. Well, your boy Eli's leading the NFL, I believe, right? Is it him or Deshaun in most sacks? Yeah, probably. All right, Monday Night Football, Denver at Oakland. This used to be a fun game when teams were good. Two and a half point Denver favorite. At Oakland. Whew. It's tough. It's a tough scene. It is a tough scene. That is a tough Um, scene in Oakland. I'm taking Oakland. All right, I'm going to take Denver. Oakland, who just signed Nathan Peterman today. Yeah, that's just hilarious. It's good for uh, Colin Kaepernick's lawyers. I mean, somebody I saw a great tweet today. <laughs> Fucking, you didn't even have to lo- use all four of them. What was your, yes, fav- what I was saw your favorite Nathan Peterman touchdown ever? His first one, his second one, or his third one. <laughs> the guy's done three touchdown passes. It's wild, man. All right, those are our week 16 picks. Guys, that's the episode. Joe is back, and then he's leaving again. Go enter our 50-inch TV giveaway contest. Yeah, I, I just I just heard about this in the last episode. How does this work? Well, if they click on the link in the description of this episode, it will take you to the contest. There's so many ways they can Can get... I enter this contest? Yes, you can enter. Again? Fantastic. You follow us on Twitter. You subscribe to us on YouTube. You just got four entries right there. Great. You subscribe to us on uh, iTunes. You have a fifth. It's that easy. I should subscribe to us on iTunes. I feel like that would help. Yeah, subscribe to us on iTunes. All those things. So go support the show at the Dirty Sports, subscribe, follow, retweet. You guys know what to do. Drop an iTunes review, all the fun stuff. 
That's it. And if you if you like the show, you should follow Joe at Fix Your Life. And you should follow me at Andy Ruther. Yeah. Talk shit. At Joe Prano on Instagram. JoePrano.com for shows. Uh, shout out to Gino from Reno and Morgan from Oregon for coming out up there in uh, Reno. I'm not sure Gino remembers being there or in Tahoe. I'm not sure Gino remembers it, but he was there. And uh, God, I'm blanking on the other fucking dude's name and his crew that came out the next night. But uh, shout out to all the people that came in Tahoe. I will be with Eddie Ift in uh, the House Comedy in the Phoenix area uh, just after New Year's. So uh, if you're down there in Arizona, come out and see that one. And uh, JoePanner.com for all my dates. Word. Okay, guys. That is the show. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your weekend. And don't forget. Condoms are for pussies.